everybody. Welcome to Zone Defense. Be sure to follow us on Spotify at Zone Defense Podcast, on Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Zone Defense Podcast. And be sure to ring that bell to get post notifications. Also, smash that like button, drop a comment down below, and let us know your thoughts on today's topic. Today, Chris, Roman, and I are diving into our picks for the final week of the NFL regular season. How's it going, guys? I'm good, Drew. You know, despite me splitting on five games last week, I only managed to cut the deficit by one. I mostly blame that on the Raiders because I was really feeling confident about that that game after the field goal late, but then they blew the, they blew it on an open wide receiver and then the face mask penalty as well. But I think it's maybe more on Fitzmagic than on the Raiders, but that, that really hurt. Uh, and although I'm still down by a good deficit, a good margin of five, uh, I'm going to take it a little easy this week and uh, see what happens. I'm not going to actively try to go for the win, but you know whatever happens, happens. Yeah, me and Drew, you know, we have a uh, very interesting, you know, scenario here. I'm only up by one game in the picks. Uh, the couple games I could see that we're going to split on, I'm sure, and I'm sure Drew's going to make a, a valiant effort to pick against me a couple times as well to try to get that deficit down. Uh, Drew, how are you feeling where you are right now? Just down by one game, do you think you can pull it off? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think you've been leading the entire time. Um, I think we've we've been tied a couple times, but that's really been it. Um, so it's definitely going to be, you have a good shot at winning, I think. Um, however, I do have some crazy picks here, um, intentionally picked teams that I don't think you're going to go with. Um, so hopefully, um, I can make up the deficit or maybe I'll end up in third place, but I'm going to die trying regardless for sure. Yeah, man, we'll, we'll have to see about that. I think there's going to be some very interesting matchups this week for sure, but we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and start with the news and notes. Yeah. Uh, first Saints linebacker, Quan Alexander, he's going to be done for the year with the Achilles injury. Yeah, it looked bad right away. Figured he was probably going to be done for this season. When you when you see that Achilles go out, it's not good news for anybody. But uh, a lot of injuries this week that have some playoff implications. Jared Goff, first off, got surgery on his finger. He's going to miss the game. Honestly, might help them. Uh, John Wolfer from Wake Forest, I believe, maybe is from his college. Uh uh, he's going to start this week for them. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see how that goes, but he's never put a snap in the NFL, so we'll have to we'll have to see how that goes. Kyler Murray also could miss, though, in the same game, uh, potentially with a lower leg injury. It hasn't really been specified what it is. I've seen that he's trying to play, but you know what? What it's too early in the week to really know for sure if he's going to be out there or not. Uh, Stafford with the high or ankle sprain. Not sure if it's lower high. Uh, I'm sure he'll probably play. I mean, this dude plays through anything. Uh, Tunzel foot injury. Not sure about his uh, status for Week 17. Not that it matters anyway. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. This one has a little bit of playoff implications as well. While the Colts are trying to fight for a spot, Pittman Jr. is in the concussion protocol. I. It looks like he was expected to play, but we'll have to see about that. Um, and then Sammy Watkins calf. Not sure. They might just rest him anyway. And then Daryl Henderson is on the IR with an ankle injury. Um, some teams were able to clinch this week. The Chiefs got the bye with their win last week. Uh, Seattle, New Orleans, Pittsburgh, all three won their division last week by getting victories. Uh, and then Tampa Bay also clinched a playoff berth with, with a dominating win against our Detroit Lions to hopefully boost our draft stock until we beat the Vikings this week, I'm sure. But um, the, some playoff implications, you know, the NFC East, uh, it's going to be a while last week here. Uh, Philly is the only team mathematically eliminated. They're just going to have to play spoiler here. If they uh, take down Washington, the winner of Dallas and the New York Giants, New York football Giants is going to win this division. But if Washington wins against Philly, 
then it, it's not going to matter what the what the Dallas New York Giants game has. But um, in the AFC, um, we'll we'll get into a little bit more for the AFC wild card because there's just five teams. It's basically just I have no idea who's going to make it. All of them lose, but uh, the Colts, the Dolphins, the Titans, the the uh, Ravens and the uh, Browns, all five of those teams could either make or miss the playoffs, and it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, teams like Indianapolis play really bad teams. Like Cleveland is going to play Pittsburgh down at least big bad, but most likely more starters than that. And Baltimore plays Cincinnati. Some pretty easy matchups there. But uh, we'll have to see kind of how, how this shapes out. I could see all these teams honestly winning, and then then the, then the uh, Colts, I think, would miss the playoffs. If all five teams win, I'm pretty sure they would miss the playoffs. But uh, also, the yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars, they, uh, they're victorious in the Lawrence sweepstakes because the, uh, apparently the New York Jets are just unbelievable at football now. You know, This is a team that uh, now has a win streak, which is extremely impressive, and was able to take down the Cleveland Browns without a single wide receiver this week. You know, maybe the Jets they'll sneak their way into the seventh seed in the playoffs. We'll have to see about that. you know they're they're on fire right now. So maybe maybe they'll let them play in the playoffs. But uh our last news and note here before we get into the pick'em is the Washington football team. They released Dwayne Haskins and they'll have Taylor Heineke, I believe, will be starting this week in their chance to win a division. It's crazy that they're gonna take a guy that's barely played any football throughout his career for a uh for I mean Haskins, I mean he's trash, but like it's a guy that's actually played snaps in the NFL. I mean Haskins just had a wild week. I mean he fired his agent, uh, had the stuff before the week with like a strip club or whatever. Uh, lost his got was stripped of captain and he just went out there and laid an absolute egg on the field. So I mean it just really hasn't been worth the headache for them. Obviously a very failed pick. They're gonna have to figure out what they're gonna do at quarterback next. I think it's honestly better for this team if they don't win the division. I We'll have to see if they win that game. It's going to be very interesting to talk about. But um, Haskins looks like he's getting some interest from the Carolina Panthers, which is kind of ironic because Ron Rivera, you know, left the Panthers last year or was fired from the Panthers last year. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see if he actually goes there before the end of the season. Or, uh, you know, I think we're ready to get in the pick him if you guys are. Yeah. For sure. A lot of interesting storylines last week. Um, I think another playoff implication thing that we didn't talk about is the NFC wildcard, too, is still yeah. up for grabs between the Rams, the Cardinals, and the Bears. But I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go through the pick 'em. But uh, the first matchup we're going to talk about um, has literally zero playoff implications. So unless you live in the Detroit or Minnesota areas, you're probably not going to pay any attention to this game. Um, however, they're just playing for pride right now. I mean, as Chris mentioned earlier, Stafford is a warrior, even though I don't think he should play to help with the Lions draft stock and also help with his trade stock. The Lions look to trade him in the offseason. He's probably going to play, um, and the Vikings are already down. Dalvin Cook, um, unfortunately, his dad passed away, so thoughts and prayers out to him and his family. Um, so it's probably going to be a close game. Um, but, yeah, one other playoff uh, implication thing we forgot to talk about there in the news and notes um, was the NFC wildcard, which is still very much up for grabs between the the Bears and the Cardinals, but I'm sure we'll dive into that a little bit more as we go through the pick'em, our final pick'em of the regular season. Um, so we'll start off with a matchup with literally zero playoff implications in the Vikings and the Lions. Um, unless you live in the Detroit area or the Minnesota 
area. And even if you do, um, you're probably not watching this game. Um, it, it could be close um, if Stafford plays um, and uh, Dalvin Cook is going to be out for the Vikings uh, because his dad unfortunately passed away. So thoughts and prayers go out to his family. Um, so it does have the potential to be a relatively close game. Um, however, I still think there is a clear uh, favorite in this one. Um, but because Chris is still leading the pick, and we're going to do the same thing we did last week, and Chris is going to start us off with his pick here for this matchup. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Minnesota in this one. I think they're going to get the job done. It, it doesn't really matter what's if Stafford plays or not for me, if this pick goes. I, I expect them to play, but I think Minnesota's going to win a close game. It would be very like Detroit to, to pull one out here in this in this game and, you know, win it and just destroy their draft stock rather than – and, you know, every team under them would lose too. So if they do win or if they were, if they were to lose, then it would have been like the third pick. But, you know, yeah, they're going to win this game somehow, but I am still picking Minnesota. Yeah, and I'll go next here. Um, I agree as well. Um, I think it's going to be a close game, and as I just completely botched that, um, I think it's going to be a close game still. Um, however, um, if, especially if Stafford doesn't play, I think it's an easy win for the Vikings. But even if he does play, um, I still think the Vikings are going to emerge victorious. They're just – Obviously, a better team, and the Lions—they just looked absolutely dead last week. I know they were losing; they lost their coaching staff, um, but that's still no excuse to lose forty-seven to seven to the Buccaneers. Um, but Roman, who do you like in this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with Minnesota. We've seen that without Stafford, we're not competitive, and we should get our coaches back this week. Um, I think that'll make somewhat of a difference because we'll actually have experienced play callers in the game. But ultimately, this is Minnesota's game to lose. Yeah, not a very interesting matchup, to say the least. So we'll we'll dive into this next one with a lot of playoff implications on the line. Uh, the Dolphins versus the Bills. The Dolphins um, are coming off a miraculous victory against the Las Vegas Raiders on Saturday Night Football. Um, Tua was enigmatic, was non-existent. Uh, Miami's offense was not good, so they threw in Ryan Fitzpatrick back in the game. He led them on three scoring possessions, threw for almost 200 yards in those possessions, three scores. Um, and of course, set up the game-winning field goal with a unbelievable play where his face mask was getting pulled. He was looking over there, and he still threw a dime to set up the game-winning score. So, great win for Miami, but they're not out of the woods yet. Um, if they lose this week, they very well could miss the playoffs still. So, they really need this win against the Bills, who are currently just playing for the number two seed against the Steelers. So, they're most likely going to play their guys, but nothing is, has been official yet. Um, so, a lot on the line here. Two teams with a lot to play for. Um, so, Chris, uh, do you like the Dolphins or the Bills? Yeah, I mean, in the in the Dolphins case, I mean, when you, when you really need a touchdown and or you really need yards in crunch time, the Ryan Fitzmagic to Mac Hollins connection always something you want to go to. I mean, that's just a it's a great play. Mac Hollins an elite receiver as well. Realistically, though, I mean, I think it's going to take Fitzmagic for them to have any chance to win this game. I believe Tua is going to start again. I mean, they're kind of doing the same thing where he if. Uh, if they're not letting Tua do a whole lot and he's not doing a whole lot, which is pretty much – it's kind of ironic because they're really not letting him do anything. Um, they bring in Ryan Fitzmagic to absolutely light it up in the fourth quarter. So we'll have to see if maybe they do that again here if Buffalo gets off to a, a close lead, you know. But I think Buffalo wins this game pretty handily. We'll have to see if Miami can compete here and, and get a playoff berth. I really do want to see this team in the playoffs. Maybe they aren't the best team in the playoff hump, but, you know, it's a team that can definitely make some noise. Yeah, it's really unfortunate because I wish we had a clear answer on whether or not Buffalo was resting their guys or not resting their guys. It seems more likely they're not going to rest their guys because they want to get that number two seed locked up. Um, and for that reason, I'm, I'm going to agree with you, Chris. I'm going to go with the Bills as well. 
Um, I just, and also I, I believe they made it official that Tua is going to be starting in this one. Um, if Fitzpatrick was starting, I think I'd maybe lean more towards the Dolphins. Um, however, I think Tua's got the potential. It's just so far this year, it, he just hasn't looked great um, leading this offense. I think Fitzpatrick, at least right now, gives him a better chance to win. So um, unless Buffalo rests their guys, I, I agree with you, Chris. I think this is going to be a relatively easy win for the Bills. And if the Dolphins still want to make the playoffs, they're going to need some help um, from the teams facing the other AFC wildcard teams. But uh, Roman, this is a this could be a potential one for you to pick up, make up some ground on us. But uh, who do you have? No, I'm going to go with Buffalo as well. But I do think it's a serious talking point between how they want to use Tua and Fitzpatrick because we've seen it a couple times already. And I expect it to happen this week and even into the playoffs where you start Tua and then put in Fitzpatrick as a reliever of sorts. And it's worked out every single time pretty much. But it might be a little concerning to say the least because you, you wanted to start Tua after the bye week to see what you had in him. And so far, he hasn't really been pressed that much. And you and you have to go back to Fitzpatrick almost every single time. So it's definitely something to monitor in terms of how they want to do that next year. I assume, that, I, I assume they're going to bring back Fitzpatrick so they have that dynamic again. But it seems like they're both embracing their roles. And I think they're both okay with it. Uh, Flores is doing a good job managing that situation. But in this game, I think in a must-win game, they're going to fall short uh, and potentially fall out of the playoffs. Yeah, it's, it's really unfortunate because the Dolphins, I think Brian Flores is probably the coach of the year favorite at this point, um, especially with the way Kevin Stefanski um, handled the whole Jets situation last week. I think Flores is the favorite, and it'd be really unfortunate because they've been such a feel-good story uh, for the Dolphins to miss the playoffs. But they guys have a really tough matchup, and unfortunately the other AFC teams are competing with have relatively easy matchups for the most part. So um, hope, I'll be rooting for the Dolphins, though, for sure. Hopefully they can find a way to win this one. But uh, next up, we have another game with two teams with a lot to play for as well. Uh, the Packers are still playing for the first round bye and clinch the number one seed at home field for the NFC portion of the playoffs. Uh, and the Bears, uh, I mean, Chris was all on the Bears bandwagon, and then we all counted them out, and now they're right back in the thick of things. They currently do have the seventh spot, um, and if they win this game, they're in the playoffs. If they lose this game, they're going to need some help from the Rams. Um, so a lot on the line for each of these teams. Uh, Chris, who do you pick in this one? Yeah, uh, I do want Chicago to win this game, mainly just so the Rams don't get in the playoffs because I <laughs> like them very much, but I'm going to still take the Packers. I think it's going to be a good game. If the Packers didn't have anything to play for and they bench their starters, I would take the Bears. I think it's going to be a good game, and I think the Bears can keep it close, but ultimately I think the Packers will overcome. Yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing an Allen Robinson jersey right now, um, and I, I wish – that the Packers, rooting for the Packers to not have to play their starters uh, for this week. Fortunately, that didn't happen. Um, I just think we just saw it a few nights ago in prime time, a few weeks ago in prime time. Uh, the Packers absolutely demolished the Bears, um, and I think I think the Bears are, are training the right direction. I think it could be a little bit closer than that one, but I still think the Packers are going to win relatively easily and lock up that NFC bye. But uh, Roman, what do you think? Do you agree with me and Chris? Yeah, I'll start off with the Bears. I think Trubisky has played well enough these past couple of games to maybe earn another contract, a one-year deal. Um, but obviously, Green Bay has something to play for, and they're going to want to play their starters. If they get the home field advantage throughout the playoffs, they're going to they're going to be a Super Bowl favorites from from the NFC. I think they're unstoppable, especially at home in the snow. I don't think any team can compete like that. Uh, so I'm going to go with Green Bay, and unfortunately, it's kind of probably going to be the end for Chicago and their playoff hopes. I mean, it's still there. I mean, we can see our opinions on that when we get down to the Rams-Cardinals game. But even if they lose to Green Bay, they still have a very real shot at making the playoffs. Mm -hmm. um, I don't feel like it's as 
dire as with the Dolphins um, because the Cardinals and the Rams are playing each other. So um, it, it could very well easily ha- happen where the Bears still sneak into the playoffs, even if they lose this game. But you would like to see them win or at least put up a nice fight, um, assuming they do make the playoffs. They have some good momentum headed into January. But uh, next up, a game with some more playoff implications um, on one side, at least with the Ravens. Um, if they, It's easy. If they win this game, they're in. Um, it's been a very... Um, up and down season for the Ravens. I would say for the most part disappointing, especially in comparison to where we all projected them to be at. Uh, but they are peaking at the right time. I would say they are the team that we thought they were going to be um, for the most part, at least right now. Um, they're playing some really good football. And for them, they got some help last week. And all they have to do is is beat a nice Bengals team who's coming off a couple solid victories. Um, but nonetheless, it's still the Bengals, still without Joe Burrow. Um, this should be a relatively easy win for the Ravens. But I know we were talking pre-show about how some people like the Bengals a little bit. So, uh, Chris, who do you like in this one? Yeah, I'm going to take the Ravens, but I actually do think that the Bengals, they, they've been a team that's played spoiler in the past and, uh, for, uh, you know, uh, a wild card berth or something like that. So I think they're actually going to keep this game a little bit close. Brandon Allen played really well last week against it. Granted, it was against the Texans. I think he has a decent game in this one against the Ravens as well. But the Ravens ultimately come out on top and win the game. But it would be kind of cool to see Cincinnati pull off another upset win and knock the uh, the Ravens out of the playoffs. Yeah, it would be awesome if that happened because they just beat the Steelers a couple weeks ago as well. So just knocking off the AFC North juggernauts um, and also get some positive momentum because then you could look at this going into next year. Hey, look what we did with without our starting star caliber quarterback in Burrow. He, he probably won't be ready for the start of next season either, um, but at least it gives some, moment, some positivity on their front that they have pieces around Burrow that they can hopefully be a really good team here very, very shortly. Um, but I'm ultimately going with the Ravens as well. Um, I think that they are playing, as I said earlier, they're playing really good football right at the right time. Um, and I think, I mean, last year they didn't even win a playoff game coming out of the bye. I think they could make some serious noise in the playoffs. And I think, honestly, if I have to pick right now a team that could be the the surefire um, antagonist to the Chiefs winning another Super Bowl, I think I like the Ravens. Um, even a little more than the team like the Bills, honestly. I think the Ravens are playing really good football right now. But um, Roman, who do you like in this one? I like the Ravens as well. They've been playing their best football these past couple of weeks. And I, as of right now, you're probably going to see them either go to Buffalo or Pittsburgh for the first round of the playoffs. And I can see them easily winning the, either of those games. I think there's a team you don't want to play. They're hitting their stride um, after that kind of disappointment in the midseason. But I'm going to go with Baltimore. Um, it could be close, like you mentioned, Chris, but this is a game they have to win and they're going to win. Yeah, it's going to be... It, I think it's going to be a close game because the Bengals have showed they have a lot of heart, a lot of grit, um, as Chris, you mentioned, um, these past few weeks. But I think the Ravens ultimately, um, they're they're going to be a scary team. And I don't think a lot of – I think I – not to spoil anything, but I, I might actually even pick them if they end up playing against the Buff, uh, the Bills or the Steelers. Um, that'll be a really fun matchup in the first round especially. So next up we got one of those teams we just mentioned, the Steelers and the Browns. Um, both teams playing for a little bit of something. Uh, the Steelers not as much. They are already resting. Ben Roethlisberger, other stars may be rested as well. Um, they're really just playing. They locked up their playoffs in the division, their playoffs about last week. Um, they're really just playing for right now um, the number two seed, and it seems like they're more concerned about their bye considering they lost their bye um, earlier in the season because of the Titans' uh, COVID outbreak. Um, so they're mostly going to rest their guys, which leaves the door open for a Browns team that's coming off a brutal loss to the Jets. 
um, when they lost their entire wide receiver group um, because I believe they all decided to get into a hot tub together. Uh, I think that was the correct report with that. So that's kind of funny, um, but also not funny for Browns fans. It seemed like they were a lock for the playoffs just a couple weeks ago, and now their playoff hopes are very much in question if they lose this game. Um, they'd be in a similar position with the Dolphins where they'd need a lot of help um, to still make the playoffs. So a uh, lot on the line here, especially for the Browns. Um, but Chris, who do you like in this one? Uh, yeah, if, if Pittsburgh was playing Big Ben, I mean, he hasn't been playing very well, but other stars most likely to uh, to be rested as well. If, if all of that was not true, I think uh, I would take the Steelers in this one, but with them on the bench, I'm going to take Cleveland. I think it, definitely Pittsburgh has a chance to upset Cleveland in this. Well, not tech, technically upset them because because their stars aren't going to be in, but uh, Cleveland most likely will come out with a victory in this one. Uh, it's really disappointing. Um, I wish Roethlisberger was playing, or at least I wish Roethlisberger was not announced to be rested until after we recorded, so maybe Chris and I could differ on one here and I could pick up a point. But yeah, I'm also going with the Browns. Um, I think it's, I've said a few times on this show, I, I do like the Browns. I'm a big Baker Mayfield fan. Um, so I'm going to be rooting for them for sure, and it was really disappointing to see them lose to the Jets last week, especially if they won that game. They would have already had a locked up playoff spot and could have rested some of their guys this week. So um, I'll be rooting for the Browns, and I do think they're going to find a way to get it done. I think the embarrassment in the last week is really going to help this team out, uh, especially with the Steelers resting their guys. So I think the Browns are going to win, hopefully relatively easily. Um, but Roman, this again could be a potential matchup. You could make up some ground, but who do you like? Nah, I kind of lucked out by picking Pittsburgh last week and it worked out in my favor, but I'm going to go with the Browns. Uh, you don't really see this kind of too often where one move benefits a divisional opponent because this is a prime opportunity for the Browns to win this game, to make the playoffs. And this is potentially another uh, game that we might, we'll see round one that's definitely possible, which I'll be definitely interested in if that happens. But Cleveland going to take advantage of the opportunity. They're going to have all their starters. I hope their wide receiver core comes back. They're going to need it, um, and they should win this game. It is worth noting, though, that the Steelers absolutely destroyed the Browns. Uh, of course, that was at the beginning of the season, but it is worth noting that that has happened. That did happen. So even without Roethlisberger, they could still pull off a victory here. But that would be a really tough way for the Browns to lose the, this season um, when it seemed like they were for sure going to make the playoffs to then lose back-to-back -back games to the Jets in a – a starless Steelers team, um, that would be a brutal way for them to go out. But uh, next up, we have the Jaguars and the Colts. Uh, if you remember all the way back in week number one, the Jaguars beat the Colts for their only win of the season and proceeded to lose, what, 14 straight? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, 14 straight games um, and then getting the Trevor Lawrence pick. So um, maybe the Jags will have another miracle. Who knows? But I think most likely the Colts are going to win this one. They are currently outside the playoff picture. They need this win and some help. Some of the Browns, Dolphins, or Ravens to lose to still make the playoffs. Chris is already going with the Colts. He's been high on the Colts all season long. Um, do you have anything you want to add about your pick there, Chris? Yeah, I mean, even if the Colts end up not making the playoffs, I still think uh, I was technically right on this pick in terms of where, where I thought they would be this year. You know, uh, eleven and five record would be really excellent. But if they end up not, if they end up missing out on the playoffs, you can look back at that Week One loss they had to Jacksonville. That that will be the reason that they are out of the playoffs. But uh, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see if Jacksonville can cap their season with the same way they started with you know a fourteen loss sandwich in between two. Colts victories in a sweep against them, but most likely I see the Colts winning this one. They got to play all their starters. Hopefully Michael Pittman Jr. plays to increase their win chances. And then one of those other four teams, which most likely will happen. I mean, it's pretty hard for all four of those teams, despite having mostly easy matchups, 
probably one of those teams will lose and they, and they will get into the playoffs, but we'll have to see about that. It's, it's definitely not out of the question that they, they all lose. Yeah. We're not doing like playoff predictions or anything like that of who we think is going to make it. Um, but if I, my personal predictions is that the dolphins are going to fall out um, and then the Colts are going to sneak in as yeah. evidenced by my picks I already made. Um, so uh, I, I think that's a very real possibility. Again, disappointing for the Dolphins, but I think the Colts are going to find a way to win this game. But I am also right there with you. It'd be so funny if the Jaguars win this game um, because it'd be pretty embarrassing for the Colts too. That they're, oh, yeah. they're the, a two-win team. Their only two wins were against them. So uh, it'd be kind of a funny game to watch for that purpose as well. But Roman, this is probably not a game you can make up some ground, but I'm still interested to hear who you like in this one. Yeah, well, the Jaguars can actually afford to win this game without having to shake up their draft position. Yeah, um, Indianapolis is going to win, and they have to win. Um, I, I do think there's Miami is going to be the odd one out after all this is said and done. Um, but Indianapolis can win this game not only for a wild card berth, but potentially win the division, depending on how the Tennessee uh, Houston game falls. Yeah, that's a, the Tennessee Houston game. Um, Houston might be without Deshaun Watson, which would be really tough um, for them. Um, but if he does play, that could be a potential win for the Texans. That could also lead to the Colts winning the division. So um, I guess it's not just that Dolphins game. You're right there, Roman. But um, after a bunch of games with heavy playoff implications, we get a few matchups here that have zero playoff implications. Um, so the Chargers and the Chiefs. Chiefs obviously going to the playoffs, already locked up the division, already locked up the first round by. So they're, I think, already – I don't think they've officially announced they're resting any guys yet, but it is very – Heavily speculated that they're going to be resting their top guys, at least most of their top guys, in your Mahomeses, your Kelseys, your Hills, your Clyde edwards alaires if you still think he's the star, but that's a whole different conversation. Um, and then you have the Chargers, who are coming, have a bit of a win streak here um, going, uh, trying to end the season on a high note. Um, I personally hope it does not mean that Anthony Lynn stays as their head coach. That's a little bit of a concern for me. Um, however, uh, it is nice to see Herbert finally getting some wins that uh, equal his stellar performance he's had in the entire season. I believe he broke the rookie touchdown record last week as well. So um, no playoff implications here, but should still be an entertaining matchup nonetheless. Um, so Chris, are you picking the Chargers or the Chiefs? Yeah, this one's tough because I don't know exactly to what extent the Chiefs are going to rest their stars. I mean, I, I believe Tyreek Hill is going to sit. Patrick Holmes most likely. Is Kelsey going to play to try to break the record? I'm not really sure here. I'm just going to take the Chiefs. Uh, they may lose this game. It's pretty irrelevant. Uh, it would be kind of frustrating if, if Drew goes with the Chargers, and that is the reason he is able to pull out a victory against me in the standings. But, you know, nonetheless, it's, it's all fair game in this. So go ahead, Drew. And he did. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking the Chargers here. Um, I, I'm banking on – I mean, I got to take some risk here. I got to make up some ground. I'm banking on the Chiefs resting most of their guys. Um, and if you remember, all the way back, I think it was, what, like week three or week four? It was way at the beginning of the season. The Chargers should have beat the Chiefs. I think that was – I think that might have been the Tyrod Taylor game when he got punched mm -hmm. at one, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we, that was Herbert's first start. Um, and they should have won that game. They choked down the stretch, and the Chiefs found a way to win. So um, even if the Chiefs rest just a couple of their guys, I still think the Chargers can find a way to win this game. The Chiefs probably should have lost last week to the Falcons. Um, it is a little concerning. I mean, I know they're 14-1, and one, so who cares? But it is a little concerning they, they, they let these uh, bad teams hang around. And I think especially if they rest their guys, I, I do like the Chargers. And I, I don't know. Maybe I would even pick the Chargers if Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill and all those guys were for sure playing. Who knows? Um, but ultimately, I am going with the Chargers. And hopefully Justin Herbert 
uh, can help me. I, I, I'm definitely more of a Joe Burrow than a Justin Herbert guy, but this week I'll be rooting for Herbert to help me make up some ground here on Chris. But uh, Roman, who are you going to go with? Are you going to go with me or are you going to go with Chris? Yeah, I'm picking the Chargers as well. Yes. Um, and for those who don't even know, listeners, uh, Chad Henney is the backup for Mahomes. Yes, the Michigan Chad Henney, who's been in the league for 50-plus years, it seems like. I totally forgot about him. Uh, but if he does play, it, it won't look good. Uh, and the char- and the Chargers have actually been playing good football. So I think they have the momentum, and they're going to roll into this week with a win. Yeah, it's it's going to be an entertaining game, even though there's not there's no playoff implications. At least it'll be entertaining for the three of us to watch because there all there will be some heavy implications in terms of our pick'em here in the final week. But uh, next up, another game with zero playoff implications: the Jets and the Patriots. The Jets have won two in a row, which is pretty nuts. Um, I've seen some Jets fans. The Jets fans are very d- divisive right at the moment uh, because some of them are happy that the team's finally winning. Yes, we're finally winning games. We're not a joke. Then there's a whole group of other people who are like, we just blew our shot at Trevor Lawrence. This sucks. They're miserable, all this stuff. So um, who knows if they wanted to win this game or not? I think it's. I think they're pretty much locked into the number two spot. Um, so even if they win this game, it's probably not going to do, do a whole lot of damage. But there are they are turning in the right direction, which is nice. Um, hopefully it doesn't mean Adam Gase keeps his job, though that would also very much suck, similar to Anthony Lynn staying as head coach of the Chargers. But then you have the Patriots, who are just a brutal team, turning in the wrong direction, really need to address some guys, some needs at the quarterback position in the offseason here. But um, Chris, the, and I saw you didn't put the Jets, you didn't just instantly put the Patriots. You, you're putting some respect on the Jets' names here. Um, so I'm interested to hear, who do you like between the Jets and the Pats? Yeah, I'm going to put more than respect on them. I'm going to pick them in this game. I think the uh, Patriots are an absolute dumpster fire right now and actually could end up being the worst. Like, they might be the worst team in this matchup. I mean, you remember the last time these two teams met up on a Monday night, it was an extremely close game that I actually thought the Jets outplayed the Patriots in and, and deserved to win that game. Just some mistakes there. And it was, uh, I believe, Joe Flacco in that game really struggled in the second half. So with Sam Darnold, he's playing a little bit better football right now. I think the Jets take him down and kill on their three-game winning streak to end the season, which is, if you were to say that three weeks ago, you would be absolutely insane. Yeah, especially coming off wins against two playoff caliber teams in the Rams and the Browns. Um, so this is really disappointing because I really wanted to pick the Jets. Um, I think this is the first time anyone's picked the Jets with Chris picking them. So um, I am going to go with the Patriots, though. I did have the Jets in my notes, uh, but because I need to make up some ground on Chris, and I think the Pats could very well win this game uh, just based on coaching and maybe Cam Newton. I know he came out and said some things about how upset he is with his playing as of late. Obviously, he hasn't played that well. Um, so I think the Pats, they could find a way to win this game very easily um, because it is still the Jets. So it's, again, it's going to be ugly football. It's not going to be entertaining to watch, but I think the Pats could win this one. But Roman, again, Chris and I are split. Uh, who are you siding with? I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots just went ahead and started Stidham this last week just to end it off. I mean, you, you already know what you're having them, but Cam Newton is clearly not the answer um, as teams out the whole year. I thought I was going to be the only one to pick the Jets, and I'm still going to pick them just so we split. Um, but the Jets have been playing much better football these past couple of weeks. And they have all the pieces they need to win this game. Uh, it won't look good for Bill Belichick, but clearly the dynasty is not uh, at what it was, and it'll be a, a detriment to them to the years to come. Yeah, and that, I guess that's the other thing: the Belichick rarely loses to the Jets after he was the Jets coach for what, like, forty-eight hours or something like that before taking the Pats job. So, um, I don't know. I'm banking on history here. I am obviously a Patriots fan as well, so. 
maybe end the season here on a high note. Who knows? But next up, we do have a game with some serious playoff implications. This one actually got flexed to the Sunday night game now. Um, so if, basically, it's very simple. If Washington wins, they win the division. If Washington loses, um, they are eliminated. And, and the winner of the division will be in our next matchup. Um, the Eagles, though, they got pretty manhandled by the Cowboys last week. Um, Jalen Hurts looked pretty good for the most part, but didn't look as good as he did in his earlier starts. Um, and they were unfortunately eliminated from the playoffs. Um, so again, lot riding on the line. A lot much, lot much, much more on the line. There we go for Washington here than Philadelphia. But uh, I would say Philadelphia might be a slightly more talented team than Washington. But Chris, and you are an Eagles fan, Chris, I know. So who do you like between the Washington football team and the Eagles? Yeah, um, I'm going to go Philadelphia in this one. I think they're going to pull out the victory in this one, play spoiler to the Washington football team. Uh, they're starting Taylor Heineke, like we said, at the top of the hour. Um, you know, he looked okay in relief, but you know, backup quarterbacks usually do that where they'll they'll look good in relief and then they'll absolutely sh- and they'll just suck in their second start. I think this is a possibility for this team. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going to be able to be a little bit more mobile against the Washington pass rush. I know last time it was a problem for Carson Wentz in Week One. Similarly to the Jacksonville Indianapolis Colts, they play in Week One and in Week Seventeen, which is kind of dumb in my opinion, but whatever. Uh, you know, I think Philly has a decent chance to win this game, and I think they're going to get it done with Hurts. This is a really tough one because I do like Philadelphia more in this matchup than Washington for all the reasons you outlined there, Chris. But um, I'm looking at the rest of the slate here, and I can see maybe one more game we might differ on. Um, well, see, I, I can see two more games we could differ on here. I, For the sake of the pick I want to go with Washington, but I don't think I'm going to do anything. Actually, who cares? I'm doing it. I'm going with Washington here. Um, I think their defense is good enough, and I think Philly – their D looked really bad last week once Fletcher Cox went out. Um, so I think Washington could have a shot here at winning this game, even with their backup quarterback. Um, we saw it last week with uh, with Haskins. They were bad with, with the quote-unquote starter. Heineke gave him some juice. There are the concerns that you outlined there, Chris, where that's what happens with the backup a lot. Um, however, I think their defense is going to be good enough. Make Hurts feel uncomfortable. It's going to be an ugly game. It's going to be a 12-10 win for the Washington football team. I'm actually going to give a score prediction, too. We don't do that, but I just feel like a 12-10 is the proper score here for Washington Philadelphia. But we're again split here, Chris and I. So, Roman, who are you siding with? Yeah, it's probably unlikely that Alex Smith plays, but whether you did or not, my my pick would have stayed the same. I'm going to go with Philadelphia. Um, two Heisman nominees going against each other in Hurts and Chase Young. Uh, I, Hurts has been much better. This, this season than any Washington quarterback. Uh, and I think they're going to win this game. And because of it, you know, Washington is Drew's division winner. And then Chris and I are going to pick our division winner this next game. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I had to bet if I was not trying to make up ground here, I'd probably pick Philadelphia. Um, however, because of the second pick, I guess I am picking Washington as my division favorite. Um, but as you said there, Roman, um, if you and Chris are correct. The winner of the Dallas New York game would be going to the playoffs, which is pretty nuts when you think about the Giants without Saquon Barkley, without Daniel Jones there for a couple weeks, and the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott. And they were like, what, like the joke of the league there for mo- mo- most of the season. The fact they they can realistically make the playoffs is pretty shocking. But they're going to need some help from Philadelphia here. But if they do, Philadelphia pulls off the win. Uh, this will be a, a really amazing game to watch. Um, so, Chris, start us off here. Do you like the Cowboys to win the division, or do you like the Giants? I'm going to go 
with America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, in this one. You know, they're playing some good football right now. Last week looked really good. Andy Dalton played probably his best game of the season last week in a must-win matchup for them to keep their playoff hopes alive against the Eagles. I'm going to take them in this one. I think Dallas, I think their defense is playing a little better. I'm, I really wasn't impressed with Daniel Jones. He's, he looks injured. I think he's going to struggle in this one. Uh, you know, I, I just really don't – I don't think the Giants have what it takes to get this done. I think they're going to take the L in this one, despite being the home team. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I picked uh, Happy I picked Washington then because they were um, – this was one of the games I thought we might differ on, Chris. Um, so the fact that you took Dallas makes you a little bit more comfortable taking Washington and then also taking Dallas because you're right. They are playing much better football. They've looked like the best team these last few weeks, at least I think they've looked like the best team in the NFC East, which is not saying much, um, but they absolutely manhandled the Eagles last week. Some of that had to do with the injuries they faced on defense, but still much credit goes to them and their team. Um, Roman, this might be an opportunity for you to mix up some ground if you want to pick the G men, but who do you like in this matchup? No, I genuinely believe Dallas is playing the best football of any any team in that division for these past couple of weeks. And I think the mishandlement of Jones and his injury might be the death of the, the Giants because we've been hyping them up the past couple of weeks, but unfortunately, uh, they're going to fall short. It's going to be boring to see Dallas back in the playoffs. I was really excited to see Washington or the Giants, but uh, Dallas has been playing well. And somehow, some way, Chris's Super Bowl pick of the Cowboys is still intact, yeah. and uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, I would love nothing more than to see uh, Mike McCarthy and Andy Dalton holding up the Lombardi Trophy here come February. That would be amazing, but um, highly unlikely. Um, however, I do think it's very likely that the Cowboys are going to win this division, even though I did pick Washington in the pick But uh, next up, again, with slight playoff implications, um, the Falcons obviously are eliminated. They did play a heck of a game last week though against the Chiefs. I thought they deserved to win. Unfortunately, uh, they missed the field goal there. That, that would send it to, that would have sent it to overtime. Um, so that is very unfortunate for them. But they're not. They really have nothing to play for. They're just playing for pride at this point, or playing spoiler for the Buccaneers uh, who need. They already clinched up their playoff berth, but they do need this win to get the coveted five seed and would be traveling to either Dallas, New York, or Washington to take on the winner of the NFC East. So that would probably be a relatively easy win there for Tampa Bay, hopefully. But um, this matchup has probably a clear favorite. But Chris. Um, are you picking the Falcons or the Bucks? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bucks here. Uh, you know, Atlanta, one of the more disappointing teams for me going into the season. I thought they were going to have a good year. I thought uh, with Ridley and Julio would be enough to kind of carry that offense or defense while not being good. I expected them to potentially compete for the division in this one, but you know, just it just didn't work out that way. You know, Matt Ryan is just completely washed. Uh, hate watching him play football now. He just can't get a ton in the red zone anymore. He's decent between the 20s, but just inside the red zone, this team just continues to sputter, and that was why they lost to the Chiefs, despite, in my opinion, playing a much better game than the Chiefs did in that one, especially their defense. But uh, yeah, I'm going with the Bucks in this one. Uh, playoff bound already. They don't really have a whole lot on the line here, but I still think they're going to win the game and potentially improve their seed in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I did not know that you were going to go on a little Falcon suck rant there, but uh, I appreciated it nonetheless. I, they did play well last week, though. You got to get props. Their, their offense didn't look great, but their defense played really well, and that's been the main uh, problem spot there for them for most of the, much of the year. So um, I think they're going to be competitive. I think they're going to put some fear there on Tampa Bay's eyes, but I do think they're going to end up winning this game um, just because. Uh, they're a better team, and I think that win last week against the Lions, yes, it was the Lions, yes, the Lions suck. However, 
it's a lot of credit to them because they've in the past they've had these bad teams be able to hang around with them and i think it was really telling that they were able to come out strong come out fierce um, and hopefully they're peaking at the right time here when come the playoffs and they do play more competitive teams but roman assuming you're probably going to go with tampa bay here but uh, maybe you'll surprise us yeah, I'm not going to overreact by the, the Bucks win in Detroit. We didn't have any coaching, and we didn't have Stafford for most of that game. But they did something that they haven't been able to do all year is pretty much get off to a hot start. They've been they've been duds in the first quarter, to be honest. And I think this is kind of what they needed to jumpstart that offense uh, so they can play a full game of football. And against the Falcons, they should win this game, and I'm going to pick them to win at home, um, getting ready to play the NFC East winner, uh, which they should win as well. Yeah, and I think uh, maybe a little disappointing for some of the people that were like, the Bucs are the Super Bowl favorites heading into this season, but I do think most of us had the Bucs being a 10 or 11 win team and being the top wildcard team, and that's most likely what they're going to end up doing, assuming they take care of business against the Falcons. But uh, next up, another game with very slight playoff implications. Um, the Saints need some help from the Bears. Um, and if the Bears beat the Packers and the Saints have a shot at uh, getting the first round by and being the number one seed in the NFC, um, but they do need some help there, um, and it, it seems kind of unlikely that that is going to happen. But nonetheless, they are still playing for a little bit of something here against the Panthers, who are just currently playing for pride at this point. Uh, they did have a nice win last year against Washington, um, but again, out of the playoffs, just playing for pride at this point. So again, another probably easy matchup to pick here, but Chris, who do you like in this one? Yeah, um, I'm gonna take the uh, the Saints in this one. Not not a super hard pick here. Uh, kind of similar to similarly to Atlanta, Carolina, another team. I mean, I wasn't super high on them going into the year, but uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, I really think has not gotten enough. Maybe maybe not hate, but not he. I think he's getting too much credit this year. I don't think he's played great football this year. He's only got 15 touchdown passes, and he's got one of the better wide receiver cores in the entire league including the running backs, Chris McCaffrey and Mike Davis as well, both good pass catchers out of the backfield. But I really think he's been underwhelming this year and is a, an absolute, you know, definitive, they need to draft a quarterback at this off season to, if they want to, you know, rebuild, really get this kickstarter. Cause I really just don't see any upside for this offense with Teddy Bridgewater, but potentially if they get a new guy in here, maybe they sign a free agent quarterback as well, like Matt Ryan or Stafford or something like that. Maybe they get in play for one of those guys. Uh, they need a new quarterback, though, for sure. I, I don't think Bridgewater's the guy. But, yeah, I'm going to take the Saints in this one. Yeah, I agree. And I also agree with your takes on Pan on the Panthers because um, it's, there's a lot of Bridgewater love out there. And, um, I mean, I think he's 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 a pretty average quarterback. I think he's maybe slightly above average. Um, but that's he's a definition of an average QB, in my opinion. And uh, I, I don't think he offers a whole lot of upside for the Panthers. Um, and I think I, I 100% agree. I think they should maybe look to improve there. Or, I mean, Bridgewater is still relatively young. Maybe they think there's still some upside there. But um, we'll probably talk about that more in the offseason episodes with the Panthers. Um, for the Saints, though, I think they're going to win this game pretty easily and then cross their fingers and hope that they sneak into the first round by as well. And I think they also um, they have to lock up the number two seed, too, which is also a pretty good spot considering you're going to play the Bears or the Cardinals or maybe the Rams as well. So, um Another good matchup there for the Saints if they can lock up the number two seed. But Roman, I'm assuming, again, relatively easy matchup to pick. I'm, I'm assuming you're rubbing it with the Saints here. But um, again, who knows? Maybe it'll surprise us. Yeah, I don't think Alvin Kamara is scoring six touchdowns again, but they're definitely going to win. And uh, just to riff a, bit, a little bit on Teddy Bridgewater as well, because this is a big topic, talking point, I believe, that I would be inclined to, to like 
say they'll draft a quarterback. I've seen some mocks of them taking like Zach Wilson or something like that, but they did give him a huge bag in the offseason, so they kind of have to stick with him. They have, yeah. to, they have to commit to him the next couple of years, so I think they might get some O-line help. Um, once Christian McCaffrey comes back and he's fully healthy, we might see something different from him, but you're right. He has been playing bad, but you, you can't move him kind of similar to the one situation. It's going to be really hard to move him or hard to move on from him just because of how much money you paid him. Yeah, that's a good point. And I don't think he's been that bad. I just think he's been pretty average. And I don't think he's been as he's like, some people are like treating him like he's like the MVP type of guy. Um, and it's like, okay, let's pump the brakes here a little bit. But I think going back to the news and notes session, I think the real move they, they, they that they could do is bring in Haskins um, and maybe develop him a little more, help him figure his stuff out. And then um, once that Bridgewater contract is maybe a little bit more movable or a contract you, you're more comfortable having for a backup, um, then they can maybe put Haskins in there. Because I still think there's some upside there for Haskins. Absolutely. But uh, next up, another game where one team has some heavy playoff implications with the Titans. Um, if they win this game, they will lock up the AFC South division. If they lose this game, they could fall out of the playoff picture entirely. So a lot on the line here for the Titans. Um, and then the Texans, uh, like I said earlier, Deshaun Watson might be out for this one. Not a whole lot for not a whole lot to play for. Just playing for pride at this point, and to play spoiler to a division rival. Um, this game's a little tighter than I think our last two matchups, but still with a clear cut favorite. So, Chris, are you picking the Titans or the Texans? Yeah, I'm going to take the Titans in this one. Uh, if Watson plays, I think it could be interesting, but I don't see any point to play Watson. Risk further injury to him this week. Uh, I know we didn't even have him on an injury report. I'm not really sure what his status is going into this week, but I really don't think it matters. I would still take the Titans. I think with Watson, they could play some spoiler here in Houston, and I kind of hope that happens because I do want to see both the Dolphins and the Colts in the playoffs. But the Titans are one of the top seven teams in this conference and, and deserve to be in the playoffs and – and I'm excited to see who they play in their round one matchup because I think anyone who's got to deal with Derrick Henry is in for a uh, not a treat, the the actual opposite of a treat. So I think it's going to be a, a tough one for them. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the Titans are going to win this one. Um, I think that, um, it, it, like I said, it, it's tough because I, I don't really want Baltimore to make to the playoffs because the Titans are a good story. Um, obviously had a, a nice run to the AFC Championship game last year. The Dolphins are a great story. The Colts are a good story. And I was also pretty high on them entering the season. I would like to be right on that. Uh, but unfortunately, unless Cincinnati can pull off a miracle, it seems like more than likely Baltimore is the one team that can lock up a spot easily. Um, and then it's going to have one of those teams are unfortunately going to fall out of the playoff picture. But I think the Titans are going to take care of business here. They have a relatively easy matchup as well. Um, and they're going to end up winning the, winning the South and taking on most likely the Dolphins, uh, probably the Ravens, actually. So probably a pretty tough matchup there for them um, in the first round of the playoff picture. But uh, Roman, again, Probably an easy matchup here, but you have been our Houston Texans guy, so maybe you're going to stay on brand here for the final week of their season. Yeah, according to Roto World, Deshaun Watson will play this week, just to confirm that for you guys. But I'm going to go with Tennessee because they did get embarrassed uh, in Green Bay, and they're going to want to make it up to solidify their their playoff positioning, uh, and they're going to win. And they're going to win. Uh, Derek Henry's going to have a much better game. So is Tannehill. Um, and I think there's still threats in the playoffs, but it starts here just to give them a little boost. Yeah, I mean, they draw really tough. If they do win, they'll have a real tough test, most likely, in the Ravens. Um, I think they should be cheering for the Dolphins pretty hard here um, this week as well, because if the Dolphins win, then they're probably going to face the Dolphins in the first round, and I think that's a much more favorable matchup, obviously, than the Ravens. So um, 
a lot, a lot here to watch if you're a Titans fan for sure. But next up, we have a game which has little to no playoff implication. Actually, has literally no playoff implications uh, with the Raiders and the Broncos. The Raiders did the same thing they did last year, uh, where they got off to a great start to the year. It seemed like oh, they're definitely making the playoffs. Here we go, Raiders baby, Raiders baby, and then they just absolutely poop all over themselves and suck down the stretch. Uh, capped off last week by just an utter collapse against the Miami Dolphins. Um, that was just unbelievable. But um, for the Broncos, they're also not playing great football here at this point. These are two teams that just probably want this season to end. Both very both teams that we thought could be playoff teams both had very disappointing seasons. Um, so, again, no playoff implications in this one. But, Chris, who do you like? Yeah, I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. Uh, neither team has really much to play for. I think uh, maybe the Raiders want to want to end the season on a high note. Obviously, both want to end on a high note. doesn't really impact draft stock that much. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Raiders in this one. I think they're just the better, the clear-cut better team of the two of these, and I think Josh Jacobs could have a pretty nice game. And this this was a game I thought about maybe differing from you there, Chris, but I think the Broncos just don't look like a great football team right now, and the Raiders don't look so hot either, but um, I think they're pretty embarrassed by what happened last week against Miami, um, that they're ready to end the season on a high note. They're going to be motivated, and it wouldn't surprise me if they win by a few scores here against Denver. But uh, Roman, who do you like? Yeah, I'm not going to drag it out. I, I like Vegas in this game. I think they definitely should have won last week, as I already said, but they do have many weapons that they have to use to win. Uh, and this is just going to be a, a little peek as to what next year is going to look like, because when healthy, when everything's up to speed, they're going to be good. They're going to be a good team. And I expect them to make the playoffs next year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think on, I mean, honestly, I think on paper, they have the talent to make the playoffs this year. It just comes down to them not choking again next year like they did this year and last year. So um, not going to spend too much more time on that game. Uh, the next game we're going to talk about has heavy playoff implications with the Cardinals and the Rams. Maybe the game of the week um, because if the Rams win, they're in, and the Cardinals are out. If the Cardinals win, then the Cardinals win, and then the Bears have to lose for the Rams to get in, but then if the Cardinals and the Bears win, then the Rams are out. So a lot, a lot going on here with this game. Um, I already know who Chris is going to pick, just judging by his hat and his newfound hate for the Rams. Um, so I'll let you start us off here, Chris. Yeah, thanks for letting me let me take the floor here. Yeah, I am absolutely praying for a Bears victory because I want the Cardinals to win this one. I think they're going to win this game, especially with all the Rams problems. The Rams limp into the playoffs. I think they're going to get curb stomped by whoever they play. So I'm hoping to see both the Bears and the Cardinals get in, and both teams that have kind of backed this season – a little bit as at least playoff contenders, you know, not not superstar teams, but teams that deserve to be in the playoffs. I think they are the most deserving teams. The Rams don't deserve to get rewarded for choking against the uh, the Jets and the Seahawks last week, which I picked correctly. That was a big pick in our current rankings, and I think the Cardinals are going to get it done today. And just got to hope for some help. Well, they they get in no matter what if they win, but hopefully the Bears can pull off an upset against the Packers as well. I'm going with the Rams in this one. Um, this was the game I knew we were going to differ on here. Um, I think it's very easy the Rams could win this game. Uh, Murray's banged up, could miss, 
is probably not going to miss the game entirely, but he could get one more bad hit and he could be out for most of the game. I know Goff's hurt, but Chris, you know better than anybody, Goff is not a great quarterback. So I think replacing him with a backup guy is not going to be that bad. And if it is really bad, then I think it really shows how maybe Goff isn't that terrible. But um, I just like their weapons. I like their defense. Um, I think the Rams are going to find a way to get this game, just get this win done. And if they don't, I mean, it's going to be really unfortunate for them because just a few weeks ago, it looked like they were going to easily walk to the division title and then actually it's very similar to the browns the browns seem like they were going to lock up a playoff spot maybe have a chance at the division then they lose to the jets and they just poop all over themselves um just like the browns did just like the rams did so um i think they're going to get it going in the right direction here i think the cardinals are going to unfortunately miss the playoffs um i don't i'm not a big cardinals fan as i've said a few times however they are one of the more entertaining teams in the league obviously so uh, Roman, Chris and I are split on this one. I know you sided with Chris more than myself. Um, so who, who are you siding with in this matchup? Yeah, this is going to be a tough game. I definitely can see a scenario in which the Rams defense carries them to a win. They're going to be a problem for Murray or whoever the backup is anyways. Uh, but the fact that the Rams don't have golf, they're going to be without Henderson. That's going to be a real detriment to that offense. Um, and Cup as well. Yes, and Cup. I don't think he'll be able enough to sustain a, 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 a um a good game. I think it'll be a, it could be a high scoring game for the Cardinals at least. And I don't know if the Rams are going to keep up. Um, honestly, this game was really tough to pick. I didn't really have a, a clear favorite in mind, but the fact that you guys have split has made it me, made it easier for me to pick the Cardinals. And I'm going to do that. Um, and by me picking the Cardinals, I'm technically supporting the Rams because the Rams will also make the playoffs over the um, bears. Yeah. Based on your picks. Yeah, you're right. Um, so yeah, so I think if I, my calculations are correct, I think Roman, unless you differ on this last game, which I don't think is going to happen, um, I think I am safe in second place, I'm pretty sure. But we'll have to wait and see there after these Week 17 matchups. But uh, last game on the slate, very slight playoff implications with the Seahawks. Um, they obviously already locked up the division, locked up a playoff spot last week. Um, there is a roadmap where they find themselves with the NFC uh, first uh first seed and uh, first round by. Um, so that could very well happen, but um, it's, it, they need, they need a lot of help along the way. Um, and with the Niners, uh, they had a nice win last week against the Cardinals looked really good. George Kittle was back. Um, their defense looked really, really good. Um, I know we're all Lions fans. So it made us, made us a little happier considering Robert Sala may very well be the next Lions coach and his defense looked really, really good. He had a really nice game last week. So they could play spoiler again to the Seahawks. Um, I think it's going to be a close game regardless. Um, but Chris, who do you like in this matchup? Yeah, I think it is going to be a close game. I think uh, San Fran looked good last week. Uh, like you said, the addition of Kittle back to the offense re-energized them. Jeff Wilson ran absolutely crazy last week as well against the Cardinals defense. I think the recipe is pretty similar this week for them if they have a chance to play spoiler. I do think this could be a potential upset, but I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. They also looked good last week against the Rams. While Russ didn't have a great game in terms of stats, he, he looked a little better this week. He, he did a good job game managing them to a win, and their defense actually stepped up. So I think – I think Seattle gets it done with their defense in this one again, and uh, hopefully they get some help. I mean, I, I'm not a huge Seahawks fan, but it would be cool to see them get the bye as well. You know, I'm not a big Packers or Saints fan either. Yeah, I mean, their, their defense has looked a lot better here these last few weeks, um, and that's really the big thing they needed um, was they needed just a slightly better defense um, because their offense was pretty good. Their offense has slowed down in comparison to the beginning of the year, 
Um, but I think it's really encouraging to see that their defense is peaking at the right time. I think they are a very dangerous team because the NFC is pretty wide open. I think you could see really, honestly, aside from maybe the Cardinals or the Bears whoever, or in the Rams, most likely, whichever two teams get in from those group of three, um, the other six, I mean, or the other five, excuse me, you could probably see maybe, or actually, sorry, not the NFC East. Um, I think there's four teams that you could really reasonably see um, sneak into the Super Bowl. So, and the Seahawks are obviously one of those teams. So I think they're going to get the job done here. Um, against the Niners as well, but I do think it's going to be a very, very close game. So, Roman, um, are you going to go with the Niners or the Seahawks? I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Now, and although I do, I don't think they're going to get the first round by. I think it's definitely going to be concerning to have a chance of being upset by whoever they play the first round. Uh, just because they beat the Rams, that's not good enough for me to believe them as a, a true contender. And as we've seen the second half of the year, it's been a total decline for Russell Wilson. So, I'm definitely going to be concerned about whoever they play. Uh, in the playoffs, and they definitely have the chance to lose, but they need a win here, and they're going to get it. I think they're going to play either the Rams or the Bears, I believe. I don't think there's any way for them to play the Cardinals in the first round. Um, if I'm reading this, oh, I guess there's still a way. If they move up a little bit, they could play somebody else as well. So um, yeah. if they stay where they're at in the three seed, they're most likely going to play the Rams or the Bears in the first round. And I think, I understand your concerns there, Roman, but I think they're probably better than those teams. But um, I think they're more on the, I, I maybe I'm overreacting very well, it could be, but I think they're a little bit better than, they're more towards like the Packers and the uh, that toward it sort of the Saints, Buccaneers, that sort of tier, then. Yeah. Then I'm not, not going to speculate who these teams are going to play. We'll, we'll figure that out for next week because we are going to do a playoff pick them. Um, so hopefully those standings continue on or we'll restart, but we'll, we'll have to discuss that uh, later. But it's definitely interesting to see that, you know, we could see Drew or Chris in first place. They did split on an even number of games, so it's possible that it, they could just be a wash, but we'll have to see. Yeah, and I think we were planning on uh, resetting the picks for the playoffs to get everybody a you know, fair shot i mean this this is the title right here this is all this more important than these playoff stakes is what who wins the pick between me and drew obviously um i'm hoping to get it done there's a couple i don't feel great about especially the chargers game and i'll be really annoyed if that's the reason i i get taken down because mahomes doesn't play which i don't expect it to so we'll have to see about that i'm not feeling very good my you know my stomach isn't feeling great i have to take them later or something but uh Hoping to keep my victory for the whole season because I think it is well deserved. Yeah, I mean the only one I'm I'm personally concerned about um, is Washington Philadelphia. I think I, I think Philadelphia could very well win that game. But the other ones I think I could reasonably see a way that either team wins the game. So I think it's gonna be really close. Um, I'm happy we picked several games aside from I think aside from the Chiefs Chargers game. Every other game we picked. I guess the Patriots Jets too, obviously, but the other two games we picked in the Eagles, uh, Washington, and then the Rams and the Cardinals have playoff implications as well. So um, I'll be watching those games anyway. And then to, to know that we have a little more extra, extra catch up on that hot dog with our pick would be really nice to know. So, uh, but yeah, as, as Roman and Chris already said, this is our final pick of the regular season, but we will be doing this again for the postseason uh, we'll restart um, the standings uh, but it'll still be fun to see um, it's gonna be really fun to watch this week though because uh, who, who sneaks into the playoffs what how the matchups look like um, this stretch is probably my fa- it's probably the favorite for every NFL fan it's definitely my favorite um, where you have week 17 where there's so many different scenarios and then you lead that right into the playoffs where anything can really happen so um, 
I did want to say that real quick. Thank you, everyone who's been listening and watching us from week one, or from our previews, our fantasy predictions, um, and then through every week of the Pick'em. Thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it, and I'm sure the guys share that same sentiment. But um, we're the Zone Defense Podcast once again. Um, be sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Spotify and Twitter at Zone Defense Pod, and search us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, be sure to drop a comment down below on your thoughts on our picks this week, as well as maybe your playoff predictions, um, where you can save those for once the matchups are set in stone. Um, also, be sure to smash that like button and uh, be sure to check out our other NBA content as well. We've done some previous things, as well as make sure you have, again, have your notifications on because we are going to do a plan, tons of NFL playoff content and then also eventually NFL offseason content. So, again, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for all your support, and we'll see you next time. Peace. See ya.